We are in the church year season of Advent, a season of waiting, a season of penitence, a season of hope. You know, we we sometimes overlook that, you know, we think of it as a season of we, waiting um, and waiting for Christmas, but there's so much more depth to it. There's a reason that we, we use those uh, purple pyramids and candles or blue pyramids and candles during the season. Uh, much like Lent, it is a, a penitential season. Um, it's a, perhaps a, a, a more subtle penitential season than the season of Lent, but it is a season of waiting and also a season of hope. How do you observe that in your home it, with your family, with your entire family? Joining me by phone this morning, author Christina Hergenrader. She's a member of Memorial Lutheran Church in Katy, Texas, author of, of about 10 books, including her newest book, Family Trees and Olive Branches from Concordia Publishing House and author of a season of hope, Advent activities for the entire family in the December issue of The Lutheran Witness. Christina, welcome back to Faith and Family. Thanks. Great to be on. I think last time we talked, we were talking about camp and uh, yeah. your, your, one of your recent books this year. And uh, it looked like following you on Facebook, it looked like it was off to a great success as you shared that with many, many this summer, including many uh, camp counselors and staffers around the country as well. Yeah, it was really fun. How fun to release a summer camp book in the summer. <laughs> Nothing better. I got to do all kinds of fun stuff. Yes. A most recent book, Family Trees and Olive Branches. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that more in the, the program here, but exciting. That just came out from CPH, what, in the last month, I think? Just in time for the holidays, Andy. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> we're, ready to, we're ready to look closely at family trees. So we had a great um, release right before Thanksgiving, uh, which seemed totally appropriate because mm. it's when we spend a lot of time with family. So I'm so excited about that. And speaking of families, this month in the Lutheran West, you share some tips with us on Advent activities for the entire family. Yeah, so the idea here is, like you mentioned, this is a season of hope, and as we change gears from from what we are normally doing for this special Advent season, um, I really wanted to write about connection, because I've learned so much while writing the book about the ways that families intergenerationally can connect. Uh, isn't it ironic that the world has so many activities going on that are meant for families, but really offer disconnection, a lot of kind of scatter for the month of December. We're so busy. We're so mm-hmm. busy. We have to scatter. So so it seems that, that families are looking for ways that they can connect in deep ways. And this season of Advent is perfect because we're focused on this universal hope of our Savior coming, and it's just really the perfect time. So So let's try something different. Let's try and connect with each other instead of finding ways to fill up our our time with busyness. I I hear what you're saying. This time of year is filled with temptations of all kinds to, uh, because it's, it's a quote holiday season. And, uh, but, but what are those temptations of, for activities or things that, that take up our time that are, that really have little, no, uh, little to no residual value, no spiritual benefit, um, nothing that, that points us to that that hope of a Savior. Yeah, so what the world's offering us, and we know this so well, but it's it's hard to say, is this false hope, uh, mostly through shopping. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much consumerism that goes on, which, of course, it's such a joy to, to give Christmas presents, but we've in in just this last bit with uh different online retailers we've seen this disconnection where 
where we're drawn more and more to, I've got to get the sale on my phone and I've got to shop, you know, and, and kind of ditch the Thanksgiving because I need to get out there and, and, and get the best deals. And and just looking around from from grandparents down to to the youngest, it's kind of a, a season obsessed with, well, I'm sure that, that this hope that my, my heart longs for is certainly going to be fulfilled by, you know, buying a bunch of stuff. <laughs> and we all know the, the ending of this story after Christmas when we're surrounded by more stuff and yet the, the deep yearning of our hearts for a Savior is, is still not fulfilled. So, so it's a hard trap, and, and of course all of us fall into the trap. But it's, it's just in our like, last couple of years, we've just seen so much more pulling away from each other, disconnection because of mostly the online shopping and the, the kind of idea of I've got to be online all the time to get the best deal and the best you know, sought-after gift because it seems like it's just so possible. It's just right there on my smartphone. <laughs> And it's so accessible. It's so easy to get to, but yet yeah. we we find it, uh, uh, it it keeps us disconnected from those who might literally be five feet away from us. Yeah, from our families, which are our nearest neighbors. Um, that you know, this season, throughout throughout Scripture, as any big festival was coming, there was food and family, food and family, you know, of course, in worship for Lord. And and here we have these built into our culture, food and family, and, and connection and gathering. Um, and for sure, our, our, our hearts that are so sinful would find ways to pull away from the things of this season of hope and focusing on, okay, here's some things we can do that, that really do observe what we're, what we're celebrating. Well, uh, share with us some of those ideas for uh, helping us connect during the season of Advent and share that hope, point others to point our neighbors, as you said, our closest neighbors, our family, to that hope in the coming Savior. Yeah, some of the things, you know, are, are just really... The, the gathering together of people with a united purpose, which is what what family gatherings are, but some of the ones that I mentioned, um, worshiping together, we, you know, I know that churches have Advent services. They're wonderful. But while I was researching family trees and olive branches, I found the most amazing discoveries about the ways that singing together, mm. um, just really the vulnerability and connection that comes from standing next to your aunt, cousin, daughter, mother, mm-hmm. um, and singing together, let alone the, you know, the work of the Holy Spirit that's happening in a worship service. But, but can you make um, Advent services part of your regular routine? Um, that, that's one that, that I just was so excited to hear about that, because we've been doing this in praise to our Lord for so long, and I love it when, like, science or, um, you know, studies kind of catch up with that, and they, they say suddenly, singing together in large groups is so wonderful for connection. <laughs> like, well, it's wonderful in so many ways, but that is one of them. So that was, that, that's a really cool one. Another one is gathering together and finding your unique family's fun to do. <laughs> um, and, and that for, for every family is so different. And you, you know, you look around and you say, okay, so, so we really love to gather and play games or our family is really big on being outside. Um, but while you're doing those things, some of the natural habits that hopefully are part of your family's culture, hopefully will come up with, 
with sharing. Um, this is where we're, you know, this is where we're at. This is how we're doing. And then praying in response to what everyone's sharing, praying for each other um, is just one of the uh, wonderful gifts the Lord's given us intergenerationally because we have, we have different groups of people here at different ages, and, and praying for each other is just, it's, it's very, very special sacred time. Um, also, there's some suggestions in the article in the Lutheran Witness. Um, one of them is, is about what, what kind of a Advent calendar could you do? We're a little bit into Advent already, but our family's done some super cool Advent calendars this year because it's, we are in the season of hope, here we are kind of like counting the days down, especially if there's kids in your household, and you can, you can have a really tangible, you know, pick out the, the candy and eat it kind of. This is, this is so exciting. I can see that we have, you know, this many more days left. So, so crafting an Advent calendar together can be super easy, and even this late in the game, you could still do that. Hmm. And uh, you even mentioned the re- the reverse Advent calendar that uh, yeah. giving an emphasis to giving uh, rather than getting during this season of Advent. And uh, I also like one of the other ideas. Uh, well, I like all of your ideas in this article, but the, specifically the Jesus name chain. Find the different names that Scripture gives us for Jesus, and then uh, put them together on uh, you know put them on paper strips and make a. a a, a chain with the names of yeah. Jesus. Fantastic idea. I want to, yeah. we have uh, just about a minute and a half left. I want to take a look, uh, talk about your book that uh, that's fairly new, Family Trees and Olive Branches from Concordia Publishing House. Tell me more about this. So this was a book I wrote about hope. <laughs> it's a hope for families who are struggling with relationships. And the the thing we all know is every family is struggling in, in some part. Um, it really is the idea that we can we can hand a better family portrait down to the next generation, to the grandchildren, children, nieces, nephews, who are watching us right now to see how we choo- we choose to treat our nearest neighbors. Um, how how are you loving your family? The deal is is that God assigned these people to us. They He assigned us as take care of each other and. Even though families are full of sin and brokenness, his calling is for restoration, and the main point of the whole book is grace. I think that readers will find a lot of inspiration and hope, a lot of encouragement, stories, um, and, and most of all, some ways to extend olive branches, which is the total restoration that we know from, the, from Genesis that the Lord restored our whole earth from one olive branch. Your family tree can be restored from from the olive branch of grace that comes to us from Jesus Christ. And it's such an exciting book. It's one of my favorites, and I think that your readers are going to really enjoy it. Very good. We'll provide a link with uh, today's podcast, today's archive of that. Where can we find your book, Family Trees and Olive Branches? Anywhere books are sold online, and the exciting thing is, this is just amazing, um, CPH is still offering Concordia Publishing House. If you go to their website, they're offering this watercolor print that is just gorgeous, and it's uh, um, rooted and grounded in love, and that comes from Ephesians 3.17, which is just the basis of the whole book, and it's frameable print that you can give out for Christmas. So um, if you order the book now, you'll get that too, which is an awesome gift. Excellent. Christina, always a pleasure to talk with you today and and, and to to talk with you and talk about families. I love your ideas for Advent this year. Christina Hergenrader, she's a member of Memorial Lutheran in in Katy, Texas, in 
author of a number of books, about 10 books or so, including Family Trees and Olive Branches and the article in the uh, December Lutheran Witness, A Season of Hope Advent, Activities for the Entire Family. Thanks so much, Christina. Thanks, Andy. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. Always a pleasure. Coming up in just a little bit, what does prison ministry look like this time of year? How do we care for those who are incarcerated? How do we care for them? How do we care for their families? You're listening to Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO. Faith and Family is a production of KFUO Radio. Christ for you anytime, anywhere since 1924. Text the letters KFUO to 41444 to join the legacy with your tax-deductible gift.